and welcome to Sustainability is Sexy, the podcast where we talk about all things sustainable from regenerative agriculture, alternative to single-use plastic, and everything in between. I'm your host, Liz Murphy, and each episode I will talk to leaders in the sustainability space to provide insights, innovation, and inspiration for all of us to create a healthier planet. On today's episode, we have Katrina Oprisco, owner at the Earthwell Refill in San Diego. Welcome to the podcast, Katrina. Thank you. So excited to have you here. I mean, last month we went, we both attended the virtual San Diego Zero Waste Symposium, um, and I was able to kind of hear a little bit about what you do and, uh, you know, in the community, but really excited to talk to you um, about the Earthwell Refill. So how did it get started on your sustainable journey? Well, I have to admit, we've been doing, my husband and I have been doing our sustainable journey uh, since 1990, when we first moved out to San Diego. Uh, Wow. We've always, I mean, I would include, back then, recycling wasn't huge. Um, Back then, we had to take our recyclables to a center. There was no uh, automatic pickup every Thursday. So we had to make sure we separated our newspapers. We separator and glass jars and our plastic and then took it there. So uh, we've always tried our best to be respectful of um, the natural world. One thing led to, to the other, you know, we recycled. Then we moved to Spain and we saw how people uh, use the plants um, in the little truck patches. And then we thought, oh, after that, I got really into natural uh, botanical ways Then we moved to Tacoma Park, Maryland, where I saw more sustainable uh, actions like um, curbside composting, or we had a corn stove um, to heat up our house. Um, There were lots of vegans left and right. There was a (laughs) co-op. And then we came back to San Diego. It seemed like a big circle. Um, And then we decided to open up a refill shop. And when did you open Earthwell Refill? Uh, we've been go. We've been open since 2016, the end of 2016. So we actually opened our doors. Um, I th- believe it was uh, August 2016, and we were all excited. We thought, "Oh my goodness, so many people are coming immediately!" But <laughs> no one knew what a refill shop was. Right. And so um, our first place was off a very busy corridor called University Avenue. People speed by. Um, they don't slow down enough to see what's on this, you know, see what kind of uh, shops are on the side. Um, and actually our first place uh, was the basement of a building. And in <laughs> that basement, that building had been converted to uh, an illegal weed shop. So we <laughs> we, we would, we had our first um uh, advertisement saying sell by the ounce all natural products <laughs> <laughs> and so people would come in and ask us if we sold marijuana and we're like no we we fill shampoos and conditioners oh my gosh yeah <laughs> so that was really funny um so anyway we couldn't stay in that spot because one thing uh, it was really off the beaten path not much foot traffic mm-hmm. and uh Uh, It just wasn't made for a retail shop. So we were lucky to move to Kensington and we've been there for three years. 
Wow. That's amazing. But one thing that came to mind is, so you started in San Diego in the early 90s, you know, went all around to different places and experienced different levels of sustainability. What kind of changes did you see from when you first lived here to when you moved back and opened the shop as far as like the community's understanding of sustainable practice? Well, you know, I'll, well, it was nice to see when we left, there was a lot of curbside pickup for recycling but not mm-hmm. that many people were doing it. So when we came back, we moved back into a neighborhood where there was curbside pickup. Um, Cause it's not, it, it's not um, accessible for everyone in San Diego. Um, right. So we moved back and we were able to put out again, you know, our, our plant waste and our recyclables and, you know, what little trash we had. Uh, that was good to know that people were starting to get on board with it. Then also our oceans were cleaner. Um, then when we had left, we left in, uh, 2002, uh, we went to Spain in 2002. We came back after stopping in Maryland, um, in 2019, 2000, I'm sorry, 2016, like I said, um, uh, and, uh, we noticed that, you know, the ocean was cleaner. Wow. That is very encouraging to hear. (laughs) It was, it was. We're like, oh my goodness, you can, you know, this is so much different than what it was before. We were really happy. Uh, And uh, we just felt like more and more people uh, were trying to do better by the earth. So we were really happy with what we saw in San Diego. That's awesome. And had you seen refill shops in the other places that you live, like in Spain or in Maryland? Is that what kind of inspired you to open one? Or how did you come to that conclusion that that's what you wanted to do? Well, I had always wanted, um, because I was um, used natural products to clean my house, I had always wanted to have a store where I could sell so much tea, you know, bulk tea. Mm -hmm. But also (laughs) I wanted a big barrel of vinegar, a big barrel of salt, and one of baking soda. (laughs) <laughs> that was my dream. Yes. Store. <laughs> and also there was a, a cooperative in Maryland um, mm-hmm. where they had bulk uh, food items. And um, they basically sold, um, they didn't, no, they sold some meat in the back and in, in the freezer section, but not much. It really was about, mm-hmm. you know, plants, uh, produce, uh, non-gluten products. You had to bring in your own bags. It was so different than your regular grocery store. And it was a community, you know, you really felt yeah. the community there. When we came out to visit San Diego, we were looking for a place to live. And we happened to walk by a refill shop in Ocean Beach, right next okay. to our, co- and right next to the People's Co-op cooperative. Yep. <laughs> and I thought, oh my goodness, this is the best idea. This would work so well in Tacoma Park, Maryland. So unfortunately, we were moving to San Diego. <laughs> so we wouldn't be able to open up a shop like this. And Mm -hmm. I thought, uh, what a, you know, messed up, uh, a passed up opportunity. And then we moved out what, then we finally moved and I went back to that spot and it was no longer there. And I was like, what happened? So, and that's how it happened. That's how we decided to do a refill shop. I had never even walked in there. I had never even walked into the, I believe it was called blue dot. I had never walked into blue dot, but I thought this is just the best idea ever. Um, this way we can stop, you know, people can get their bulk vinegar, <laughs> their bulk baking soda and salt. So that's how, I mean, and obviously it's, 
it's become a lot more than that. So, I mean, you know, for somebody who's never been to the shop, like what can they refill what you can like change in your life um, by using Earthwell refill? Well, I'll tell you what one of my customers said. They said, oh, my goodness, for such a little shop, you really pack it in there. Um, <laughs> but we have everything you can, you can think of for uh, your personal yeah. goods as well as your household cleaning. So, you know, there's shampoo, there's conditioner, uh, there's lotion, there's shower gel. Uh, we have a dental section with toothpaste um, and those tooth bites that everyone loves. Yeah. Um, we have um, three huge 55 gallon drums of laundry detergent, liquid laundry detergent. Yeah. Then we have, um, you know, the laundry strips and then we have soap powder. Uh, we have shaving, uh, a shaving section. Uh, we have deodorant. Um, we even have a little DIY, a DIY section where you can get shea butter and coconut oil, um, non-nano zinc oxide. Um, we offer feminine products, zero waste, zero plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what else? Oh, we have a to-go section where you can get water bottles, um, straws being bamboo straws or glass straws or metal straws, uh, as well as, uh, the lunch boxes, you know, the metal lunch boxes, yep. the yeah. bento boxes. Uh, we even have a collapsible silicon, uh, cup, you know, which it seems to me having owned, having owning this refill shop, we're not really reinventing the wheel. What we're really right. doing is bringing back products that were uh, pretty popular before the plastic yes. revolution. That's kind of what I tell people for sure when I, you know, when they see a lot of, like, I have one of those silicone collapsibles and I bring my own, you know, all my own utensils and to-goes and all that. Right. And I and people are like, wow, like, these are such innovative products. And I'm like, no, we're, we're going backwards in order to go forwards you know, in our society. (laughs) Exactly. And I've been told many times that, you know, in uh, poor countries, the refill shops are just normal. Right. You just bring in your own containers to bring your stuff. Out of Uh, more out of economic necessity. Exactly. The reasoning here. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, I, yeah, I, you know, I started my what I would call my sustainable journey only probably a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just walking into refills, all these, you know, slowly, but surely, thankfully, they're popping up more often. Um, I, I get inspired every time because I see new products that I may not have even thought of that contain single use plastic. Um, and I am then able to put it on my list to replace, you know, when I'm ready. Um so what would you tell somebody that's either just starting out or, you know, like, do you have like a number one off change for somebody to replace a product or, you know, start refilling? Like, what do you find uh, maybe you tell your customers that would be a good starting spot? I first thing I would say is pick a room in your bed in your house. Yeah. You know, um, maybe start with a bathroom and, you know, you don't have to change. You don't have to throw everything out. First and foremost, Please don't throw everything out. I would say uh, once you're finished using maybe that shower job, then you can come in and refill. Uh, be be patient with yourself. You don't have, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. So you don't have to transition to using only refill products immediately. Um, I would uh, say after you tried your shower gel, then maybe you might be ready for your shampoos and your conditioners. Maybe you might want the shampoo bars. Those are very popular. 
a lot of people are like, well, why don't we, why do we need liquid uh, soap? Why don't we go back to yeah. the bars of soap? Uh, why don't we have shampoo bars? Why don't we have conditioner bars? Those are all fine. But again, you don't have to buy everything in one false swoop. Take it easier on yourself. Because, yeah. you know, when you do things gradually, it tends to stick with you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's what I tell people too. And that's what I did. And I'm still doing <laughs> with my house, you know. In this series, we are talking to local sustainable business owners and organizations to highlight tangible resources within our community. Are you a local sustainable business or do you know someone we should be talking to? Email us at sustainabilityissexythepodcast at gmail.com. I haven't talked to any of my guests yet about buy nothing communities. Uh, so do you want, would you be willing to take a second and talk about that? Oh yes, for sure. It's just, yeah. it's fabulous. It's another community uh, oriented platform where say you don't, well, for instance, I needed um, gardening fabric. Um, we're doing a project in our backyard and we didn't need to go out and buy, I didn't want to go out and buy a whole spool of gardening fabric. So I went on Facebook and I went to the buy nothing uh, webpage and I sent out a, you know, a little message. Hi neighbors. Um, does anyone have any gardening fabric that I can use? And yes, someone did, you know, they had it sitting in their yeah. garden. They had it sitting in their garage. So in our um, buy nothing group, um, it's very communal, very, and that's really the basis of all of them. Um, I think in, Maryland, I think it was called Free Cycle. Okay. So they're not always called Buy Nothing. Um, but one lady on our group, uh, she loves baking. So she'll offer baked breads to the pe- to our community. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. And for anyone who has heard of Buy Nothing, you can go to their website and find your specific community. For example, there's, for me, I'm Buy Nothing Oceanside Coastal, and there's even a Buy Nothing Oceanside Inland. Um, and so just within your community, you join the Facebook page for your specific area. You can post uh, things that you need and things that you no longer need. There's no form of transaction, um, no selling. It's all just community-based giving and receiving. A game changer. Since I joined mine, it has just been, I, the things I have received and the things I've been able to give to others has just blown my mind and helped me be so much less wasteful um, and more conscious of what I'm spending because I'm able to get these phenomenal pieces of furniture or kitchen items or food or whatever through these. So if you are not yet using your buy nothing or free cycle, whatever it is in your own community, check it out because (laughs) it is a true game changer. Um, for your wallet and for your sanity. So for sure. And it's another nice way. I mean, I know with COVID, you know, there's a lot of uh, contactless giving things, but yeah. it's just another nice way to meet your neighbors to, yes. you know, another, con- con- again, connect with your community. Yeah. In such an amazing way. Right. Again, a way that I'm sure was practiced uh, you know, consistently before our current consumerism. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, so, yeah. What's so the again, uh, backwards? What's the craziest thing you've gotten on Buy Nothing? Oh my gosh. Um, well, my favorite thing that I've gotten on Buy Nothing is my bed frame. Okay. Because I 
really wanted a bed frame and there was no way that I had the money to purchase a bed frame. And so I was like, well, I guess I'll just kind of give up on that. But then a really beautiful wooden bed frame popped up on by nothing, nothing wrong with it at all. And it was just down the street, of course. And so I'm just really, really happy with that one. I think the craziest thing, though, is a waffle maker. (laughs) (laughs) That quite frankly, I probably didn't need. But and I mean, of course, the idea is to not take things you don't need. But I was just like, I don't have a waffle maker. This is awesome. And I've totally used it. So yeah, probably a waffle maker is the weirdest thing that I've gotten off. (laughs) I got a, a 1950s uh dictionary oh heck yeah huge huge book um i wanted to get it because i love old big uh reference books um and i wanted to see you know how the language had changed (laughs) oh my goodness language has changed (laughs) big time since that is amazing that's the thing is like you know when we're talking about it we're like yeah like furniture and food and whatever but it is literally anything and everything like if you think about what you've cleaned out of your house when you move right and you've given to a thrift shop or to goodwill mm-hmm. all that stuff is on buy nothing yes <laughs> you know it takes out the middleman so <laughs> yeah it's it's amazing and plants and gardening stuff like you mentioned it's just yeah especially during this pandemic it has been just an absolute blessing able to um, work with the my neighbors in my community um you know to give each other things to do and so it was around Christmas time. I was, I wanted a Bluetooth speaker. I didn't have one um, upstairs. And I thought, you know, obviously initially I'm like, okay, I need to go buy a Bluetooth speaker. But I just thought, why not? I put in search of Bluetooth speaker on buy nothing. Immediately someone was like, I accidentally bought two for my son for Christmas. It's in the package. Stop by and grab it tonight. That's perfect. That's perfect. And I was just like, oh my gosh. It's like you said, it gives you an alternative. It it yeah. opens doors up that you had never thought about before. And to Absolutely. bring this back to the refill shop, that's, yes, that's what, what I was going to say. <laughs> that's what we're doing. We're providing an alternative. Yeah. You know, so many people come in and they say, thank you for being here. Um, we're so glad that you're doing this because they just didn't know that there was, that they couldn't refill their bottles. Right. They didn't know that um, they could actually use um, laundry detergent that's not petroleum, that's not, you know, have some kind of surfactant that's petroleum-based. They didn't know that they could strike up a conversation with another customer about, you know, some sort of item of how they liked it. It it just makes them more open to community, open to using more... uh, to an, another way of life. Um, yeah. One thing I'll tell you is when we were looking for a new shop, our, our realtor, um, commercial realtor, he didn't really know. We had been in business for a while, like two years, right? So we had proven ourselves. And he didn't really understand the refill concept <laughs> until we actually came into the shop. And he saw people coming in with their own bottles, refilling, and you know, not using, not wasting any packaging. And then he, if you saw his face, it was like a light bulb went off in his head and he's like, oh my goodness, we can do this everywhere. We can do this in the real estate um, industry as well. Yes. You know, there's no reason for us to knock everything down. We could reuse. And I, I love telling that story because it's just something this, this practice of reusing, um, 
of refilling what you have um, can be just applied to so many other industries. Yes. Yes. 100%. And truly that is the goal behind, you know, this podcast and the organization sustainability is sexy. The, the reason that we're starting this is because we want to bring all these industries and all these minds together to make those light bulbs go off. Yeah. I love always, I always love seeing that resource park um, where you go into, like you go next to the way you go next to your landfill. But before you get to the landfill, there'll be like a, an area where there'll be thrift stores, there'll be mm-hmm. um, a repair shop. Um, uh, alternatives. Al- yes, alternatives to throwing that stuff yes. away. You know, and I always love seeing that. Is there anything else that you'd like our listeners to know about um, resources in San Diego, about Earthwell Refill? Well, just let, do you, please check. There's a refill, there are refill shops opening nationwide, everywhere. Yes. So... Please make sure you check online, you know, do your Google search. I'm sure there's one closer to you than you expect. Um, We are always trying to uh, break at Earthwell Refill. We're always trying to bring in new items for people that will help them uh, live a minimalistic uh, lifestyle. My last thing to say is just be patient with yourself when you're when you're switching to a sustainable lifestyle. Well, thank you so much, Katrina, for being here today. It was an absolute pleasure. You can find more information on Instagram um, at Earthwell Refill and online at earthwellrefill.com. All of the resources and brands that we mentioned on today's podcast will be linked for your reference. And until next time, I'm Liz Murphy sending you sustainability love from San Diego. Sustainability is Sexy is a nonprofit organization located in San Diego, California, focused on inspiring and driving innovation within our community to create real change. Learn more at sustainabilityisexy.org and find out how you can be involved.